Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. What's going on? How you doing? Uh, I'm fine. I'm typing my jokes. <laughs> I'm typing my jokes here. It's not a euphemism. How you doing? I'm exhausted. Yeah, you. I know. I, I would assume. I know. <laughs> I would assume. I'm so tired. Yeah, I would assume. Uh, wait, let me write this joke. <laughs> that was the death knell. <laughs> Can you write this joke? While I'm talking to you? Nope. So I'm going to keep talking to you. Let's see if you can persevere. Okay. I believe in you. Did you do it? I wrote one joke. Are you trying to write another joke while I'm talking to you? Yep. How's that going? Amazing. Yeah, I bet you're killing it right now. You're doing great. Yep. I think Sarah, if you can hear it, Sarah's apparently putting together a Volkswagen (laughs) next to me. (laughs) together a volkswagen no she got a she we, we got a new humidifier is that what you all, do with a volkswagen that was a terrible joke you should write your jokes in advance nah i'm, a, I'm more of an off-the-cuff baby you know what i mean uh-huh you are definitely more of a baby you put together somebody's got to put together a volkswagen they don't they're not found in nature no <laughs> no but i think conveyor belts mostly do it sort of on their own you know what and that's what's wrong with this country andrew <laughs> Take it up with Henry Ford. It's the death of the American worker. <laughs> Change of the podcast. New attitude. Oh, thank New- God. I've been waiting years for this moment. I know you have. I know. And the time has finally happened. We're finally going to change this to the criticism of capital... Ism? Yeah. Is that what you were looking for? Were you looking for an ism at the end there? You just kind of petered out at the end. I couldn't think of it. Like a broken conveyor belt. I was like, I know it's centered around capital. Either the place or the letter. And that capital is another word for currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should make one about capitalism where all we do is yell through the entire thing because it's all capitalized. That's You could just super cut any three episodes of ours and you could probably... I thought you were going to say any podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> Honestly, you could say like, hey, I put a super cut of like the last three episodes and... Well, hold on. I'm getting scowled at. What did I do? Did you move the nuggets twice and then not move them back? Yes, I did. I did do that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I did not. Well, I didn't. I'm sorry. I tried to come up with an excuse and realized I had none. So I should just apologize. And yeah. That's, that's called marriage, everyone. <laughs> Realizing you have no excuse for the stupid thing you just did. And then you just go, I'm sorry. Are you staring me down? Or are you typing? I'm typing. Google's doing a lot of the work. I'm just like mashing buttons and it's autocorrecting like a madman. Brilliant AI that is. <laughs> Writing your Yo, jokes for you. I just got an invitation to the Google AI. Don't ever fucking yo me again. Fine, never mind. I'm going to finish writing my joke. Because you got an invitation to a Google AI. You think you could use the word yo now, unironically. I have always used the word yo, and you'll never know whether or not I mean it ironically. It's true. I won't. Yo. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, how was your birthday? Just let me write this joke. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. That, that glare alone is worth paying the Patreon for, everyone. You just missed. I can't. I don't know. I can't even describe it as side eye. I, I We've hit a new evolution. I believe it was back eye that Andrew just gave me about asking about his birthday. You showed the back of my eyes. Yeah. Wow. He was really pissed about that. Like, how dare I ask about his birthday? What? My birthday was great, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it's a lot better now that I finished writing my jokes. <laughs> sounds like a real banner year for you. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't do anything. No? I worked. Because I'm an adult, and I forgot to take the day off. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I, mean, I had some cake. I opened some presents. Okay. Went to bed at 11 p.m. <laughs> Sounds like an average Tuesday for you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Presents and cake included. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have... Uh, you want your mind to be completely blown right now? Do I ever? I had a salad for lunch today. <laughs> what? What? For the past six days, I have eaten nothing but cake, ice cream, and White Castle. <laughs> I... How is this different from your usual diet? It is very different, Chris. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Let it me tell true. you, can I just t- explain to you what I had for my birthday? Every year I have a birthday lunch where I go all out. 
And by all out, I just mean I eat probably 4,000 calories in a single setting. Uh, yeah. Also, let me just preface for the listener out there. I've known Andrew a long time. I've had many a lunch with him. When he says he goes all out, oh, baby, it must be something epic. Yeah. I was just going to say, you. I don't think you've ever seen it. No, I've never been there for the birthday lunch. Let me tell you. And it's it, okay. it wasn't always just birthday lunch. When we eat, I am holding it back. But I used to eat. I mean, legitimately, I would eat like five to six thousand calories a day every day. Yeah. Until maybe I graduated from college, from high school through graduating college. Right. This is what I had for my birthday lunch. Ten White Castle cheeseburgers. Wow. <laughs> Comma. <laughs> Six chicken rings uh-huh. from White Castle. Uh-huh. And a large chocolate shake. My God. You know what I like about your birthday lunch? What's that? You treat your birthday lunch like it's a meal that you're trying to get it so that you are not going to get to the next birthday. I See, I was going to say it's like the last meal when you're on death row. Yeah, this is it. You're like, this is it, everyone. I'm not doing this again next year. Let's just end it now. <laughs> well, but even like I do it like it's death row and they're like, OK, that's the end of your meal. Right. And I'm like, um, no, actually, I'd like I, the lobster bisque, please. I could fit another burger or 20. Yep. Go get me more. It's going to take me 10 hours to eat all of them, too. That's had to have been tried somewhere, right? I'm pretty sure that doesn't work, but somebody had to have tried it. I think your your death is scheduled. Yeah, it's like not to get too dark on this podcast, no, but, I'm but pretty yeah, sure. I think if you still have lunch left, they're like, I don't give a shit, John Wayne Casey. Yeah, you get, <laughs> get in there. We'll but we'll make you doggy bag for for the long walk down the hallway. That's fine. <laughs> oh no, that's fine for the afterlife. Yeah, for you'll get you a little to go bag. We'll cremate it with you, yeah. and uh, you can bring it. Yeah, <laughs> bring it up to the big man himself i'm pretty sure someone has tried to order like a meal big enough that they make it to midnight and they're like well now you can't kill me because <laughs> it wasn't the day that you said that's true yeah or something like that yeah. or they try and make it they're like if i ordered 12 lobster tails the governor might call something yeah. like that or they're like i have a very strange request but you know you can have anything you want for your last meal right yeah i'd like a fully loaded gun and a set of keys <laughs> <laughs> a set of keys to this jail <laughs> oh man and they're gonna say a weird like, craving I'm, I'd like it at a, at a, at a, a, a complete sizzler buffet. <laughs> Can I get a, a single cyanide pill? Because you fuckers aren't going to bring me down. I'm doing it myself. <laughs> no way. Just... Anybody's taking me out. It's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the media lunch break. Bring you your comic geek and movie. How do I do this again? Bring you your comic geek and movie news all of the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and about 12 more. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, for now, is my co host. For this year, for the rest of this year. For at least to the end of possibly this episode. Andrew Dunn. I had a salad today. I'm you doing did have great. a salad, so that's going to get you to the end of the And night. I ran this morning. Whoa! Oh my God. Wait. I'm telling you, man, when you eat 5,000 calories for every meal for oh like a week, gosh. my body's just like, can you just, can you, can you just, just please? Okay. What are we supposed to do with all of this? Oh my God. Gosh, we don't have places to store this. I have some cake left over. I almost ate it on the show, but we used to do that and people fucking hated it. So yes, they did. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, at least you have tomorrow's lunch all set up for you then. (laughs) All right. Well, um, Andrew, should we get shouts? We get right into it. Let's shout. All right. Um, Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the... No. However the rest of that song goes. No. No. Okay, sorry. Was that one of the ones you wrote down? No, actually. Okay, good. Good. I have some other 80s themed music jokes. Oh, I'm here for those. Just not that one. Okay, good. I'll say yeah. I'll yay or nay your 80s themed music jokes as we go. Because I would walk... 
Five. No. Okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're not ready for him yet. Mm. All right. You'll know. You will know. It's the end of the world as we know it. Yep. We're actually, that's a perfect one. Do you have an <laughs> end of the world as we know it joke? That was it. That was the joke. Oh, that was the joke. But brilliant. Chris, people want to know. Yes. What would happen around the world if zombies attacked? Mm. But instead, we got a show called The Last of U.S. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Was that one of the ones you wrote down? I literally just wrote it like that, five you know minutes what? ago. I take everything I said back at the beginning of the episode. That was worth the wait. It was worth the back. Thank eye. you. hundred percent. Yeah. It's come and gone. It's the first season is fully out now. So we're going to cover the last of us. Yeah. The show from, is fully out. Unlike Pedro Pascal. I don't Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know. I'd be ha- okay, we talked about this last episode, didn't we? I'd be more than happy if he was out. Anyway, not the point. Not the point. I Yeah, you think you'd have a shot? <laughs> of course I would. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, let me, me tell you, I've got on. a leg up on you, though, uh, physically and also figuratively, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I accidentally set him a dm on instagram of your dick what are you talking about <laughs> what does that mean what does that matter of my little joel <laughs> no i i just uh people tell me i look like him sometimes and i don't really you know, see it. i could kind of see it okay no, i could kind of see it i don't really see it especially now that he's famous and i see him all the time because i remember the first time someone said it they said you look like that guy from game of thrones and i was like i don't know what you're talking about and they sent a picture and i was like i don't see that yeah but especially now that i see it all the time um you know because he's everywhere now you know what now that he has the beard i see it more like I okay yeah I'm, which is weird though because he has a very patchy beard no he does but it uh, it's kind of fashion in the way i think it's a little bit the hair i think our eyes a little bit we both have kind of bigger noses yeah, the shape of your face is kind of the same yeah you, you kind of have like a uh, we both look like we got hit in the face with a shovel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you have like a uh, how would i describe your head squat yeah you have a squat head if you will thanks the reason i bring this all up uh-huh. is because because I made a post about it. I made a, an Instagram story and I said, you know, people, I took a picture of myself and said, people mm-hmm. think I look like, and I tagged him. And when I hit send or when I hit post, it was like, oh, we sent this to him because you tagged him. And I was like, you did what now? Excuse- and I went into my messages and it was like, it sent my story to fucking Pedro Pascal. I guarantee you, he gets like a thousand of those a day. Oh, he, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, he has not responded. I'm a little offended. I would be but too. It's okay. Yeah. I almost sent a follow up that was like, "Hey, do you need somebody to be your slightly younger double?" <laughs> slightly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you <laughs> italicized, underlined, and bolded slightly. <laughs> I, I, I'm not that much younger than him. If they need a flashback to an hour ago, I could play that role for you. Oh, I'm I'm younger than that. No, you are him. younger than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also, I don't know if they. I don't know if they dust him up in the hair a little bit. I feel like they do for, for this, this show. They definitely for this, did they definitely do, lot. right? It yeah, was off-putting yeah. at first for me. Yeah, I think they calmed it down after a while. Like I, think they, I don't think they did. I think I just no? got used to it. Oh, that could be too. I could just be getting used to things. Yeah. Yeah, I listen, if you were walking down the street, we're not going to talk about the show. We're just going to talk about this thing now. Uh, if you were walking down <laughs> the street... I tried to segue. We were just talking about it. Yeah, I know. But uh, I, I like talking about this instead. I wouldn't be like, oh, it's Pedro Pascal. I wouldn't I wouldn't be like that. Right. But I could see like you have similar features to him for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like if you well, this doesn't apply to either of us. But I was going to say like if you don't have your glasses on and you look up, you're not going to think I'm Pedro Pascal or like if you see me. 10 blocks away. You're not like, is that Pedro Pascal? Let's put this, let's put this in the, in his perspective that everyone listening can, can understand. If you were at Comic-Con and you cosplayed as Pedro Pascal, I'd be like, damn, that's a, that's a good Pedro Pascal. Really? Yeah. It's that close. I would, I would say it's that close. I would be like, yeah, that's pretty good. Cause I would say like 10 to 20% maybe, but you think a little more than that maybe? No, I'm going to go... Uh, I would go like a 45, maybe even a 50%. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. I think the age difference definitely, like you definitely don't, aren't the same age. Mm-hmm. Like he's I, definitely older a little than rounder you, in the face for sure. I have like bigger cheeks a little bit. And like you said, your beard comes in more fully than his does, but his is the same shape as yours. Like it's, uh, it's trying to be, it's the same color too. And it's Almost the same exactly. color. Yeah. Yeah. And now actually with the shorter hair, right. For sure. Anyway, you want to wrap up the show now? Well, anyway, they can find us at Pascal is Punk. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, now that the season has come and gone, how, how, 
how, how did you enjoy The Last of Us? Maybe the best video game adaptation of all time. I would definitely put it in the top. It's in the running. Two or three. I I'm, can't think of anything I'm better. Tr- that's arguably, I'm trying to think of something arguably better. Arguably Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah, people have been loving it. Which you yeah. haven't seen, right? I have not, but I know people love it, and people have said that it is really good. It's very, very good. Um, it's a completely different ball game, though, you know? Right. Apples and oranges. Right. So, And also very, very barely based on a game. Whereas this is like... It's not quite word for word, but it's damn close. But it, they damn near just took, like, someone... <laughs> just put a camera on a television screen of someone playing the video game. And just put it up on HBO. Well, it's interesting, though, too, because uh, first of all, we'll get into spoilers. This isn't I'm not maybe you know what? This isn't a spoiler. Um, I think this is the right way to make a video game adaptation. It, It almost alternated every other episode. Many parts of it were like word for word. Okay. Many of the most important iconic parts are like word for word from the game. Right. And then there are like full episodes that are Mm -hmm. not at all like it in any way. I had that feeling again. I have not. So this is the interesting thing about talking about this between you and I is because you have played the game fully and I haven't played a damn second of it. Right. So I could tell it's funny because as we were going along, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is like word for word from the video game. There were certain episodes, certain things that I was like, this has got to be from the video game. And then as it got a little later on and certain episodes, I was like, this is definitely like not not at all in it. I can't I can't see how this would work kind of structurally in the video game. But it is interesting to talk about in that. So. I agree with you. I think this is one of the best video game adaptations of all time. That being said, because it's so close to the video game, do you feel, I don't even know how to put this, not that it loses something or the game loses something, but like at a certain point, does it become, well, why? Like, why do it at all? I know we kind of brought this up before. Okay, so no. And that's that's what I was bringing up is that like there are, I would say it's about 50-50. Okay. 50% of it is like word for roughly, I mean, I don't want to say word for word because I don't know, maybe there's a couple words different, but it's basically the same. And then 50% of it is like, whoa, that's a huge difference. Right, right. So no, I, I don't really feel that way. In fact, they break it up in a way that allows it to, it's not like they did all the video game stuff in the first I don't know, four episodes and then all the different stuff and then chucked it. Right. Or vice versa. Right. It never starts to feel stale. It never feels like I've seen it before. Another thing about this is Pedro Pascal is so fucking good. God damn. He's amazing in this. I know. I was going to toss it up to you and be like, what do you think about? But we, we all know. No, let's (laughs) actually, because that's where I wanted to get into basically like, let's break this down. And and so we could get into the the different cast and everything, but let's start it off with, with Pedro Pascal because he is absolutely incredible. This whole, this whole season. And the original actor who played Joel is in this show. It's in, yeah. It's in the one episode, the Troy um, Baker. Yeah. yeah, yeah and the, he, um, uh, it's a shame they didn't get to, they didn't hang out. Uh, uh, let's do spoilers right now. Spoilers okay. for the yeah, show. Let's just, for the show. Cause yeah. we're going to start to get into some specifics. Uh, it's a shame that those two characters didn't interact with each other at all. Um, he never sees Joel, but oh, that's true. He doesn't. You're right. Yeah. And I was like, that would have been a nice little cool thing if Troy Baker had a line sure. exchange. But but it's also fan service, which the show is absolutely not doing. And you wouldn't know that because you haven't played the game. But there are iconic moments from the game that I literally kept waiting for because mm-hmm. I was like, you got to do it. You have to do these things. And not like not like a keystone in the story or a turning point or a, a twist or anything. Right. But stuff like. One of the things that this game was the first to do was let you pick up items and throw them and that would distract. So like you could throw a beer bottle across the room. Right. And the zombies or the federal agents or whatever would be like, hey, I heard something over here and they'd all go that direction. Right. Uh, And that's a huge thing that you constantly are using in the game. And I was like, when are we going to get to it? You know, or like, when are we going to get to a point where, you know, someone's like, oh, how do we get past these zombies? And then they look over and they see a broken bottle and they're like, ah, no, that would never work or something like there's got to be an homage to it. And there never was. And there's a lot of there are a lot of moments 
mm-hmm. that feel like they could have done that and they didn't. And right. kudos to them for having the balls. Yeah, I think there's when they're adapting a video game for and this is for anything, there's this feeling of like, well, we have to incorporate an homage to the gameplay the way that the, the you know, like what you said, like the throwing the bottles or anything right. like that, or like when they made um the movie Warcraft, they were like, well, we got to fit it in somehow. And it never feels right. Like it, it feels like it is shoehorned in the original in Super way. Mario Brothers movie is just that in machine gun fire. <laughs> Yeah, you know what well, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It will. It's that. But yeah, it is. It's kind of like just throwing like everything like bombs and jumping shoes and mushrooms and Bowser and yeah, on and on and on. But at the same time, <laughs> not nothing like the video. It's weird. It's a weird hybrid. Right. But they try and do this stuff, you know, where it's like, well, this is a classic gameplay aspect and this is what the fans love about it. And so we got to throw it in. Oh, Doom. There's a game. That I think has Vin, or there's a movie that I think has Vin Diesel that eventually goes into first person. Yes. I th- and uh, you yeah. see his guns and he's shooting. Yeah, I think it's The Rock. It was in Doom. But maybe I'm wrong. Who cares? No one saw that movie and it's not important. But um, yeah, look it up. Uh, it's, who cares? It's not oh, it important. It's, it's Dwayne The, the Rock, Rock Johnson. Johnson. Uh, but yeah, it goes into that classic first person because everyone's like, well, that's what Doom is. And so we have to incorporate it. In, and it just always feels shoehorned. It just, it just it never feels right because it's a video game. It works for a video game. And this is a different medium. And so I do appreciate now that you're talking about it. I mean, it wasn't something that I was aware of. But now that you're talking, you're mentioning it. It's I, I appreciate because I never had that moment you know even as a non-game player i could probably it, it because they always feel kind of you know wedged in there i probably go uh, it's probably something from the game you know what i mean like it's yeah. a, it feels like it has to be put in there and they they never feel i think the thing that strikes a really good balance on this show is that it never feels beholden to the game as as close to the script as they will follow. Like you said, it's almost sometimes word for word that opening it never scene, feels like it's out of obligation. It never. Yeah, it never feels like they have to do it or, or that they're just trying to, again, kind of do a fan service because there definitely are. There's stuff like um, Ellie's uh, knife is like a very iconic thing in the game and it's very important and you get that feeling here too but the reason it's in here is not because it's important in the game it's because it's important to their story important to the character yeah Yeah. exactly Uh, and so they kind of you can tell they're like all right well what makes the, the story of this game compelling is this and uh, everything else will just we'll chuck everything else and we'll kind of go our own way. And they find they find that right balance to get back to the cast. Yeah. Pedro Pascal. It's incredible. Ellie is unbelievable as well. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, she's the fuck is it? Bella Ramsey. Thank you. It took me a while to get on board really? for her. Honestly. Yeah. It was not until the flashback episode in the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. I really she did some like I, I don't want to claim that she's part uh, that she's affiliated with this group of people, but she did some actor studio shit in there. She did some MAGA shit. Oh, no, <laughs> not those people. OK, sorry. No, she did some like it seemed like yeah, the no, kind of shit we would real. see in actor studio, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, really, really. She went for it. Yeah, it really felt like they rolled the cameras and they just said, hey, Bella, take as much time as you need. Yep. Take 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. Yeah. And come out here and just tear that wound open. Right. I think I really feel like I feel like that episode for a lot of people, if they were on the fence about her, that was their turning point as well. I don't, I cannot believe that that you're the only one. Yeah, it sold me. I, I was thinking that could have been there were scenes in that episode that could have been her screen test. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think I think that's the turning point for her. I, I had always liked her. But yeah, that is a, even for me, who was a fan of hers from the get go. Yeah. Like watching that episode, I was like, oh, she's I was she, definitely not against. But I think it was less about her and more about sort of the writing right and it's like okay she's basically a prop for the first just gonna say the same thing yeah 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 she's no longer a macguffin right she's no longer the thing Mm -hmm. that and she has some character some you know character traits to her Mm -hmm. this is a story for her as well there is something going on with her but it's not just like we have to you know tow you along to a place you're on your own journey some things uh would you like to know some things that are different between the video game and the yeah let's the do it let's do it the story with bill 
very, very different. Uh, I wonder how much of it in the episode three, Bill and Frank, I think is his name. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. Yes. And this is sort of what I mean when I what I said at the beginning. We're like, I think this is the way you have to do an adaptation mm-hmm. in the video game. You meet Bill. He's a very different character. He's he's much more of a generic Fox News watching uh, tin foil hat wearing paranoid guy who sets traps everywhere. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing, Joel? Get the fuck out. of here!" And it's just him. And he helps you. You have to get a car battery, I think. And he knows where one is. So you guys work together to go to get one. And he's complaining the whole time about his partner, Frank, his partner, Frank. And he's like, he fucked off. He ran away as soon as as soon as trouble showed its head. And then while you're looking for the car battery, you go into a random house and you find Frank and he has hung himself. Oh, my God. And you check him. He's been bitten on his arm. So he got bit by a zombie and because he didn't want to turn, he hung himself. And it's a beautiful moment, but it's not explicit in romanticism. Right. In the romanticism between the two characters. Yeah, you get the feeling that might be what happened, but... Exactly. And I wonder how much of that is that it was made 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is... Well, come on, you're new here. We don't want to push the envelope too much. Mm-hmm. Or if it was something that came out later, because there's a lot of gay people in this. Yeah, there are. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, in the zombie apocalypse, maybe labels disappear. I would assume, Well, who's got the time? Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, I know if it, if it happens, I'm coming to Queens, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. Listen, <laughs> any port in a storm, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get mighty lonely. But I think, well, it might be the 10 years thing. It might also be, again, this idea that we were talking about, like the, uh, them having a real understanding between the two mediums. And like in a video game, you don't really have the time. I mean, you could have put more of it in, but the the whole crux of the game is like the driving force of like, you got to move these characters forward. You, like physically, you're moving them forward. And so we don't have time to linger on like this whole life story of these two people. Whereas this, they get the idea of like, no, actually this, the medium of television, this is exactly what this is built for. So let's do that. And I think this is the beauty of this show. And I think this is where it also stands out from other shows or zombie movies or something like The Walking Dead or something like that. Now, granted, I haven't really seen The Walking Dead, but... uh, um, and I'm sure it does a little bit of this, but I think you're a great person to talk about. Yes. It. But, and that's what makes me an expert. <laughs> but I think what really works for this show more than other stuff I've seen is that there's a lot of this where Joel and Ellie are basically like our bookends and they're, they're just our way into the greater world of this show and, mm-hmm. uh, and this universe, yeah. you know, in that, in that, for me, that is my favorite episode of this season oh for sure yeah <laughs> i love that I episode. it's like everyone's it is an episode you can show anyone yeah even if they don't i might show it to sarah i told sarah i was like i might show you this episode of television it's beautiful and and you don't necessarily really have to know i think much it else about needs the, show. the first two episodes i think it I does i don't know that it does oh. if you just know the premise of like this is what's the deal yeah, yeah uh, you kind of go in, but especially I don't know. I think I think it loses something without a little bit of set construction, a little bit of set dressing for the time and what's happening in the way the world works. I don't know because uh, honestly, first of all, everybody's seen some sort of zombie movie, sure, you know. But this is a very and, different and so kind of zombie story no, as it well. Is, but at the same time, really, the crux of that story is their is their story. It's their love and their. They're finding each other and and building a a life together. And that's really what it's mainly about. And so it it stands on its own. But I love the idea that, like, we see Ellie and Joel in that episode. It's an hour-long episode. We see them maybe... 10 minutes total? Yeah, 5, 10, yeah. something like that. Joel a little more because he's in the middle of it. Yeah. But for the most part, like 10 minutes, I would say. And that's pretty much it. And those are the main characters of this show. Also, well, okay, but that's another point. They read the letter at the end. Like, you got to know about Tess. I don't know. You kind of do, but you don't. I think, like, it, I think seeing that, because that's the thing. I think this story. I'm not saying you would get it the same way that someone who watches the whole season would get it. I'm just saying I think you would appreciate it. I know, the, I know. But I, th- I think the story, we're arguing 
arguing over semantics and it's stupid yeah, and I hate and it. it. But really I just want to say, I think that in order to feel the immense weight of that story. Right. It really helps because it's a story of hope and mm-hmm. love. I think it is really important to see sort of the hatred in the universe and and like what has happened to uh, Joel mm. that has made him just like an absolute wretch of a yeah, human being. Yeah, you get being. the juxtaposition and, by the team. Yeah, between yeah. The two. I think, it's, yeah, I think I it that. loses quite a I don't think it makes it unwatchable or right. anything like that. I think it's still a very, very sad and optimistic and lovely story. Right. But I really think in order to fully experience what is trying to be relayed in that story. It, it's, yeah. uh, it's really needed to yeah. see the first two episodes. I, th- I think, but what I'm saying is like the, the, I, I think the voice of this show that makes it unique and makes it great is that, you know, it expands the, the greater world on a very human level. We spend a lot of time with other characters. There's the yeah, boy sure. and his dad that, you know, and we spend a good portion of the episode. Do you mean the brothers? The brothers. The boy and his dad. Uh, that uh, can't speak. He has, he has the, the brothers. Kid. Are they brothers? Yeah. Why did I miss that? I thought they were father and son. Pretty sure. I think they're brothers. <laughs> Maybe they are. I thought it was father and son. Either way. All right, so uh, just to clarify, Sam and Henry are brothers. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know where. I mean, sure. It's yeah. It's, they fill the same. It's the father son relationship, but right, they're brothers. Right. Right. So what I love is like you're touching in with these characters and the fact that you're te- you're just allowing the show to tell very human stories and not feel beholden to just go like, no, this is Joel and Ellie's show. And so we must have the stars of our show in like, you know, 45 minutes of the episode minimum. Yeah. You know, the, they, they're willing to just go like, nah, the whole episode's about these two people. And uh, they'll come in at some point. Yeah, they did a great you know, job of telling out. their story. Like, this is the story we have and to tell. And these are people who typically die. Yeah. You know what I mean? By mm-hmm. the end of uh by the end of the episode of both episodes, one of not both of them are dead. Yeah. You know? And you just move on from there. But that's the story we're telling. And I think that's great. And um kind of, and as well because of that, man, this supporting cast in this incredible. Yeah. Like very really good. great. And every in every aspect, I don't mm-hmm. think there's a, an episode where I was like, that was was kind of weaker. Yeah. You know, you're resting the whole show, this huge show on the shoulders of like a guest star. Yeah. And they are carrying that load, man. Every single time out. When I don't remember. Do you remember who was cast before Nick Offerman? Because he took over for somebody. Oh, I didn't even know that. No, I have no idea. Con O'Neill. Hmm. Let's see. You know who that is? Is it spelled with a C? C O N. Yes. Yeah. He's an interesting looking guy. Oh, I. Oh, know. he's in Our Flag Means Death. Oh, he was in Chernobyl, so that's probably why he was in the Batman. Oh, is he one of the dudes? I think he is. He's one of the guys in the Batman who talks like this, and he's like a hey, commissioner. Because there were like three guys in that movie who would right, come in and right, be right. like, this is absurd. And I was like, what movie is this? Right. Oh, he's British. Okay. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. Nick Offerman took it over at the last minute due to a scheduling conflict. Okay. And he almost didn't take it because he was too busy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about this on the when we talked about the first few episodes. But he... Um, he was working on something else. Don't remember what. And he didn't have time to read the script that they sent him. Yeah. Uh, so he was going to turn it down. And his wife, famous actress, whose name I can, there she is. She was like, well, I can read it and I can tell you what I think if that would help. And he was like, yeah, sure. Why not do that? And she read it and she was like, you got to take this fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do this. This is a strong turn for him. Strong. She literally said something like, if you take this, I'll go with you to the Emmys when you win. Or something yeah. like oh, that. <laughs> I fully think he's winning an Emmy for this. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to win an Emmy. Um, the other guy next. Oh, I can never remember this guy's name. Murray Bart. Yes. Murray Bart. Who already Bartlett. won an Emmy for White Lotus and is fantastic. And every, he's having a hell of a year. Bartlett. Yes. Um, he won. He was in the first season of White Lotus. He won an Emmy. He was in the Chip and Dale show with Kamal Nunjani. He's fantastic in that. Like he's having yeah. such a great year, but he's fantastic as well but yeah like i said every guest star that they have on this yeah crazy good like unbelievably good yeah 
for like an episode and a half of work and they they're just like hey take this major television show that we're putting millions of dollars on we're gonna just park this right on your little shoulders right there uh you guys carry that down the line yeah can you go ahead and make a touchdown while you're carrying this and they do every single time yeah it's it's really unbelievable yeah uh so the background the flashback episode between oh i'm gonna forget her name but ellie and the other girl his name escapes me what it doesn't matter but the you know the I don't even want to call it a love interest, but you know who I'm talking about. I know what you're saying. That was DLC uh, downloadable content for the video game that came out much after the game was a huge success. Oh, really? So uh, that's another reason I I kind of suspect and Neil Druckmann has said this is not the case, but I kind of suspect that Naughty Dog was like, we don't really want to rock the boat on this Druckyberg. Right. Um, why don't we just, you know. Let's let's edit some things out and we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll we'll put a little bit of hints here and there because like mm-hmm. after it was a huge success, just shit after shit after shit of like like comics came out and like downloadable content came out and the sequel eventually came out and it's all just full of gay people and Neil Druckmann is like right. just holding up the middle finger to everybody just like fuck all of you this is what I want and if you don't like it you can eat shit yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Riley the character's name is Riley right it's great that's fantastic yeah uh, what else there oh um the uh in the last episode we see. Ellie's mom. Yeah. One of the interesting things about the video game, and this is something that I I didn't realize until I saw that scene, it felt a little weird to me, and I didn't know Mm -hmm. why, and I thought about it, and the reason it felt weird is because in the video game, one of the things it does really well is the characters don't really know anything that you don't know. Those two. Mm -hmm. Or, Or let me rephrase that. We don't know anything that they don't know. Right. So from the moment that you meet Joel and Ellie... There's never a, a cut scene where they're not around that is like a huge turning point for the story where you're like, oh, interesting. And right. they don't know about it. Right, right, You right. are with them from start to finish and anything you know, they know. Interesting. Yeah. And so this is the first time that we're kind of like ahead of that. Right. Month. Yeah. Yes. And this is not like we've never known why Ellie is immune. Oh, really? Right. Because we have this scene was not in there. Like Ellie doesn't know that that's how she was born, you know? Okay. And so we didn't know that. And I, I believe as well, I saw some of the behind the scenes about this. This was, um, Craig Mason, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was his idea to make this scene. Now, so that's not in the so in the game at all. Do you ever find out nope. why? Never. So this answered like a lot of game fans kind of question about how this could. Yeah, interesting. That's really interesting. There have been a lot of sort of fan cannons, head cannons, and yeah. stuff like that, but nothing official. And I guess we don't officially know that this is the reason, but it seems pretty likely. Well, it also feels like, listen, the games could come out and they could come up with a different origin story on mm-hmm. how that is. For sure. But at the same time, I think this is so beloved right now by both fans and non-fans alike that, they'll pro- that they would probably go like, well... Why? Like, why would we do something different? Yeah. This works really well. Neil Druckmann is involved. So yes. obviously and he they said he ran, really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say they obviously ran it through him yeah. to be like, this is what we're thinking. And he's like, yeah, go with that. So yeah. I don't see why it would be any different. No, so no. you can kind of, that's the interesting thing about this show is that in those spots where things divert or change or just get expanded upon, you can almost consider this canon. Yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I think so, actually. You know, I, they haven't officially said like, yeah, anything that happens in the in the in the show is canon for the games and vice versa. But you kind of can with the involvement of the creator so heavily involved. There's obviously some like sort of minor differences like the Bill and I almost said Bill and Ted. <laughs> but the Bill and Ted of it all. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a minor like you said, he kills himself by hanging himself right. and instead they kill each other together, things like that. But like basically that whole episode, they're like, yeah, all that stuff you thought. Yeah, it's true. Here it is. This is canon now. Yeah. That's what happened in the game, too. Yeah, so yeah. you're good. That's what it, it kind of feels like to me, which mm-hmm. is kind of great. It's kind of again, it gives something for the fans of the game. To actually give it a reason to watch. Yeah. You know, otherwise it's like, well, I love this game, but it's word for word. So I can just play. Exactly. You can just play the game. That's fine. And the other very small things are um, 
I can't remember her name, but that whole community with that's led by that woman. Yes. Uh, that yeah. isn't really in the game either. Oh, it's uh, not. No, there's like you kind of come across that that area, but it's just like a handful of dickheads trying to steal your truck. Really? It's not like a whole community. Oh. And in fact, when you're escaping with the brothers, there is sort of a community of people that you're avoiding, but they're basically nameless. They're just like, oh, we got to get past these guys. Yeah, we want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to get past here because they're going to kill us. And I loved her. She was fantastic. She was very good. The other the last thing that is very, very different is um, Fedra is like one of your main antagonists Mm -hmm. in the game. Yeah, like probably. uh, Well, I'll say this. Neil Druckmann has said that this isn't a, a, a video game where you are afraid of zombies. This is a video game where you're afraid of people. Yeah. And so like the zombies are there, but they're kind of mindless. They run. If you're careful, they're not too hard to get past. The Fedra agents are like yeah. 60 to 70 percent of the people you're trying to avoid. Oh, really? Yeah. Or trying to tear through. Like, it's a lot of like you're rummaging around a, a mansion or like an old government building. Yeah. And all of a sudden from the back and from the front entrance, Fedra agents have invaded because they found out you're in here and you have to right. sneak around and try to take them out one by one. Oh, wow. I suspect that will be like a season two. I feel maybe. like maybe. Although I know this. Does, so does this season end kind of where the game ends? Dead on. OK. Yeah. So to the word. <laughs> right. So people are wondering, like, does this the season two pick up for the second game. I am so excited. Well, and they said they're going to have two more seasons. Right. And I will say this with no spoilers for the second game. Mm-hmm. The second game would be very easy to split up into two parts. Okay. So maybe that's what they're going to do. It's also very dense. So yeah. it might be easier. So maybe it's just the second game is the last two seasons of that. But if they do that, I'll fucking cry because I yeah. I liked this. It's an unpopular opinion in the gaming community. Sort of. It's not. It, it, people are very divided on it, but I think the second game is better than at least the story is better than it's the better first than game. The first. Yeah, it's it's I cried through. It's like I got tension headaches watching the story. It's so yeah. fucked up. I wonder if I wonder if they will take this next se- the second season, do the second game. And then this would be a crazy move. So this is like one of my wild speculations. But for the last season, they're like, hey, guess what? There's a third game coming out. I thought about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would be a baller move. And again, with the creator of the game so heavily involved, it's like a George R.R. Martin type of thing where it's like, yeah, we could do this. Or release the game in the summer and the the show is in the winter or something. Yeah. 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 Or honestly, they could be like, hey, first episode and game drop same day. They could. I'd be worried that they would be pulling sales from each other. I'd be a little worried about that. Maybe. But. But again, it's two different like it is. But I I suspect a lot of people who might buy the game ahead of time while they're waiting for the show. Right. will be like, well, I can just watch the show or whatever. But yeah, Yeah. but that'd be yeah, be real boss. That'd be a crazy move. You want some very quick Easter eggs? Do it. The voice of Abby in the video game, uh, who's only in the second game. There's there's going to be a few Easter eggs that you aren't familiar with, mostly involving Abby, who's a very important character in the second game. Uh, The voice of her is she plays one of the nurses when Joel walks in and takes Ellie out of that room. Oh, okay, yeah, And yeah. he tells him to turn around. Yeah. One of them is the voice of Abby from the game. Oh, cool. Fun fact, uh, this is another difference from the game to the show. You see Abby running away. Which is insane if you uh, if you if you if you played the game, okay. <laughs> which I know you haven't, but it's insane. That's okay. But who, um, do you remember the you scene? Because you know. uh, I remember, I thought it was super weird. There's a moment where Joel, when Joel's running around shooting people in the hospital at the very end of the, yeah, it's very cool, right? That guy's a fucking psycho, and I love him. I'm here for so it. So there's a part, there's a scene where he turns a corner and somebody runs down a hallway and he goes to shoot them, yes. but somebody else shoots at him first from the desk, right? Yes, I was, that yeah. person running away has a long braided pigtail. Or a ponytail, uh-huh. which is uh, what the character of Abby wears uh. in the second game. You just barely can make out a silhouette of a, a ponytail, a braided ponytail, flapping in the distance as she runs. So you think that's and, supposed uh, to be like that's a little? That's supposedly yes. That's what people have been saying that Ooh. that's who that is. And we know from the second game that this character was in that hospital 
at the time. Oh, okay. So it would make sense. Hmm. Uh, we got Troy Baker, who we talked about. Yep. Ellie's mom, played by the voice of Ellie from the first video game. Is that so? Yeah. Okay. Is that also... She's also... Let me look up this. She's actress, been in a few I, things. Yeah, she's in the. Is she in the Avengers? I think she's in the Avengers. Oh, uh, is she the actress who she's says Captain waitress? America saved her? Yes, I, it I might be her. She, it looks like her. I believe that. You keep going. I'm going to look this up. That's I, the end of it. But I do want to say this. Okay. If you don't like this show, you can take a golf club to the face. <laughs> and if you don't know why I'm saying that, don't Google it. Yes, it is. Yeah, it does. It looks like her. I know yeah. it. Yeah, it does. I was like, oh, of course they got her. She looks exactly like Bella Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They look well, they, so uh, alike. Yeah, yeah, she does. She looks very similar to her. They got, um, they wanted to get actors for the initial game, not just voice actors. They needed people who could move really well right. and who would give physical performances that were just as good as the vocal performances because they did so much like mocap stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm all here for this show. It's fantastic. You should buy the second game. You should play it. We should play I it together. About, I thought about... It's so fucking good, Chris. I know. I know. I know. It takes everything in me, knowing how closely this stuff follows the games, it takes everything in me not to, like, look ahead and spoil oh, yeah. everything Well, I'll say myself. again. Again, it's probably only, like, 50% of yeah, it. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the thrust of it is, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to spoil And we this. have a great dynamic. It'll be great to talk about this. Yeah. When talk about the second season from the, from the from from someone who fucking loved the yeah. game and from someone who yeah. hasn't played it. Um, should we go on to the reading assignments? About time. All right. So you gave me Flawed, which is from Image. Flawed is written by Chuck Brown and art by Prenzy. Just one, just one name. Oh, just, yeah, Prenzy. That. Yeah, it's cool baller. name. Is it? No, it is actually. I'm yeah, kidding. Prenzy? I don't know why. It's a it baller is, it name. Is pretty, it is pretty baller. This is a. Well, right now we're up to issue five, although as of this episode coming out, maybe we have up to issue six, perhaps. I'm not sure when the last, when the mm, last issue is. No, comes not out. quite. No? Okay. It's going to be in April. Oh, so is like, it? Okay. So yeah. we got a little time. Um, so right now we got five issues. It's going to be six total. I don't know. It doesn't really say. It doesn't say like one of six or if this is going to be an ongoing series, if there's going to be a storyline after this or not, but it looks like the initial arc is going to be six issues. Yeah. 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 But so far we've read the first five issues and I have also dubbed flawed. I've given it a new title I've decided. And I'm instead, I'm going to call this, this comic Lady Moon Knight. Oh. That's what I've decided. Hey, that's not entirely fair. It's, it's, it's definitely in- like the aesthetic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does feel that, and that's what I'm saying. It, it feels yeah, very the feel of it aesthetic to Moon Knight, but uh, with a lady. Yeah, which I'm not. That's I'm not saying that as a knock. That's not a bad thing. I'm just saying that's Chris, what we're gonna. You need to explain yourself. Okay. What did you think of this? I did enjoy this. It's not like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, it was good. I wasn't blown away by this. It's very different than what I was expecting. Agreed on that. Yeah. Very different than what I was expecting, too. It has some things going for it, and I do like it. Again, if this was more than whatever the six issues is, I might not stick with it. Yeah. But I'm interested enough to see... Okay, let me let me just give a, try, give like a quick summary of this. We have a therapist in what is the name of this city in whatever city it's in it's in a city they make up a city like they do in comics you know how they do and uh she's a therapist in the city and somebody said one of her patients tells her about something that happened uh and how you know the guy that you know hit her didn't uh, get any justice and the therapist is like oh, no, well, i think killed her son killed her son you uh, weren't even paying attention Nah, it was, it's. I mean, it's just the starting off point. Killed her son, and the guy who did it. Oh, that's right, because it's a whole thing of the, a guy who kidnaps kids. Right, I remember what's going on. This might be one of the things that is, uh, you know, lesser in this book. But anyway, um, guy kills his, kills this patient's son. She's like, nothing happened to this guy. There's no justice in this world. And the therapist is like. Oh, there's going to be some justice in this world. Some of my justice. And she, there's not uh, going to be justice, but there's going to be just ice. Wow. Uh, and she's like, 
I'm going to dole out some justice right now. She rolls into that club. She finds that guy and she doles out some justice. And it turns out that justice she was going to dole out to this guy. Man, was that the wrong guy to try and dole out some justice to? Because he is connected uh, to a lot of powerful people, which then unleashes a lot of people after her as well. But yeah, overall, like I said, I liked this. Like, for example, though, I did just forget, like, why the whole story kicks off. Yeah. And so there's... I didn't, though. (laughs) No, you didn't. But it does kind of... I mean, it moves at a brisk pace. Mm -hmm. I'll give it that. But sometimes... This is going to be the end of the episode. It's just... I mean, it's really derailed. You're... This is... The the frantic look on your face is Editor Andrew right Uh, now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's laughing hysterically at you. I should let you. God. She just walked by. It's with already most... so late in the week. I know. Just cut this whole thing out. <laughs> I cool. might. Whatever. Cut this whole episode out. Yeah, just get to the end of our segment on The Last of Us and then just, and then just put a disclaimer of like. Uh, tune in next week for the. I'll just play the Benny Hill theme as it fades out. Yeah, so it does move at a brisk pace, but almost sometimes to its detriment of like, yeah, we don't really sit with a whole lot of anything. They kind of touch on some details of specifically this character of our main character, but not a whole lot. They don't go into a whole lot of detail. Yeah. It almost feels like well, we we'll touch on this so that way we can say that we did it and gave her some third dimension. It almost feels like they do it to add a character. Right. As opposed to like actually flushing out this character. Right. They do it to add an additional character that so there can be some dialogue. So, yeah. And also just some world building. So it's like, you know, every hero needs. Okay. This person you know what i mean yeah. every the morgan freeman they yeah yeah like the um her aunt lucius fox comes in yeah. at one point and she's and she is she's the lucius fox of the whole yeah. thing like she, you know or even the i don't i you know the pennyworth the, the alfred yeah well, yeah 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 she has her assistant which is in some regards also the alfred in oh that's a, who a i thought bit. you were talking about oh no no i was talking about the aunt kind of play the aunt and the oh, assistant okay. kind of split up pennyworth but sure. yeah so they have the, like they they introduce these characters in a way that is like well if we were in a real comic book setting then that's what these this character would have these People and these colorful, you know, there's a colorful villain that comes in that only uses, you know, retro weaponry, which is a cool villain. I, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's a cool idea. I like that character. But it's one of those ideas of like, yeah, this world is full of colorful characters. Here you go. Um, and so it kind of glazes over some of that stuff. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, it feels like you're just kind of doing this. So it l- seems deeper than it really is. Yeah. Well, and also I'm like. How good of an assassin can you be if you're just using an old chopper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had that thought because she gets hit by a car at one point. Yeah. And I was like, if you're I had the thought, like if your Tommy gun gets broken, are you just do you just retire now? Like, do you have to like go to a museum and buy a new one or steal a new one or also. But also like they jam like every 10 seconds. Like, do they still make bullets for that? I don't know. That's the thing. And again, I'm like, in a comic, it works because it looks really cool and you can make yeah. it fire or whatever. But yeah, at yeah. the same time, that's all that she uses, really. At one point, somebody pulls out a crossbow in front of her and I thought she'd be like, cool, let me try that one. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because it's <laughs> as retro <laughs> like, as you can get. Do you think it's just specifically like the 1950s? Like she's like, ah, my Tommy gun is out of bullets, but at least I have this raw ground chuck that I can eat. Yeah, exactly. But luckily, I. <laughs> I drank three eggs this morning. Yeah, I smoked in front of a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> to make them a little stronger. Uh, that's what you did for fun in the 1930s. Is you just sat on a bench. Actually, you didn't sit on the bench. You gathered the kids. You made them sit on the bench. And you said, sit right here. And I'm going to get out my red stripes. And I'm just going to like, sit here. For like, Johnny, you're coughing a whole lot. Here, here. this will help. Have some Jim Beam. Yeah. <laughs> Wash it down with some scotch. Are you getting sick? <laughs> but yeah, all the ideas are kind of there. Yeah. But they're not fleshed out so much that I'm it's like. It's very quick. It's, yeah, it's yeah, very, six very issues quick. with like like eight characters who all have their their time to shine. Yeah. And again, if this turns out that this is more than six issues, then 
it's interesting, but at the same time that, okay, so there's two sides to this coin. One is if it's just six issues, you really should extend this to maybe eight and really live with this stuff for a little longer and get me, let me get a feel for what the world really is because I could enjoy this. There's a potential there that I could really like being around here. And if it's more than six issues, then actually you don't need some of this stuff in it and hold on to it because you can introduce it in other storylines down the line. Can I uh, offer to you what I would have done differently with this comic and what yes. I was expecting? Go for it. I think this whole six issue story mm-hmm. should be one issue. Okay. And the next issue is a different patient. Right. I could totally get behind that. That's what yeah. I was expecting was like quick little yeah. single issues that are like we, we oh, this person is having this problem that the police aren't fixing because this town is going to shit. So I'm going to fix the problem. We close that up in one issue and then the next issue is on to the next one. Yeah. You know, you could even do a kind of a combination of what you're saying, what they've done. And again, to its credit, the, you know, critiques that I have, I'm like, I would rather you actually make this longer because I would actually read more of this. If you here's why I say that, though, is I think if you're if you only get approved for six issues, right, you do it this way that I'm talking about. And then once that's a hit, give me a graphic novel with these characters. Give me like a 12 issue series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what I was going to say is what they could do is kind of a combination where it's like issue one is they introduce the the character that kind of kicks off our greater story arc. But our character doesn't know all these wheels are in play. Sort of like how the Avengers introduced Thanos. Right, And like exactly. you come to find out that then, all of the movies have been building to Thanos. Have been Thanos. building towards this thing. And so issue two is like a one, you know, another patient and it's a one-off and issue three. And it looks like it's solved for her after each, you know, issue. But really, you know, at a certain point then by issue three... The last three issues are then for four, five, and six. You could have now. Okay, she was helping these other patients, but really, all this stuff has been going on in the background. Yeah, all of those villains that we put behind bars were emailing the same person. Same guy, yeah, and then now it's ramped up, and, and the last three issues are like we got to barrel through these three issues yeah. for our greater story arc and wrap it up. Yeah, that's and that a could good be idea. Really interesting, but yeah, as far as just before we get out of here, do I recommend this? I do. It's one that I'm like. You know, every once in a while you hit a gap where you're like, I don't know what to read. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got done one and thing. it's so fast. Yeah. If you're like, I got done one thing and I don't know what to read just yet. Uh, and I don't, you know, you're waiting around for inspiration to strike you till the next thing that you want to read. Yeah. This is one of those ones. Fit. It's a pocket. And honestly, it'll, you ride the subway, you'll read all six and like yeah. one or two subway rides. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's a plane ride. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's yeah. different enough. Like it's, it doesn't feel it never feels like oh, okay, more more of the same. It's yep. it's very unique. It's a yeah. cool idea. Yep. I like the artwork. I like the dialogue. I do like the artwork. A I lot. like the characters. Yeah. I agree with you. It's it's a good problem to have that like right. I love this world. I want to feel it. I want more, more of it yeah. rather than less. I You're kind of glazing over all the good stuff. Yeah. And there's enough like you said, there's enough differences from your classic comic archetypes mm-hmm. where I go, Oh, that's an interesting thing. I haven't seen that before. Yeah. You know, and I like that. So I, mm-hmm. I, I can, I can live with this a little longer. So yeah, like I said, you got a plane ride coming up. This is a good one. You know, a bus ride, something like that. Got a doctor's appointment. You know, you're going to be sitting around in the waiting room for Honestly, Yeah. Yeah. Put, put all six, wait for the last one to come out in April, put all six of this on uh, whatever device you use or get all six online or something. Yeah. Barrel right through this. All right. Uh, let's see. I got something for you. That sounded like a threat. I do. It is. It's a threat and a promise. Ooh. Um, and the zombie apocalypse hasn't even happened yet. All right. I'm debating. I'm like on a... I think... Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you something that I also have not read but uh, I'm inter- I'm fascinated by this. I'm going to give you Fortune and Glory by Brian Michael Bendis. So this is a graphic novel written by Brian Michael Bendis about his time in Hollywood. Oh god. Uh he's coming out with another I I caught onto this cuz he's I, I didn't know this existed and he's coming out with a sequel cuz apparently Brian Michael Bendis helped work on Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, which is the oh, Lord Jesus. Spider-Man Broadway musical and he it wrote sure another is. a follow-up to Fortune and Glory 
about that as well. So this is his time, like in the movie business, and then he's another one is coming out uh, in the next couple of weeks about his time working on a Broadway show. Amazing. Like, oh, this is interesting. This is a decent writer. And it's time in Hollywood. This could be something entertaining. Yeah. And I've heard it's it's pretty good. But let's give it a shot. We'll see if it is or not. We'll be the judge of that. Other than that, I think that's about it, right? Um, the longer you take, the longer this episode is. Yeah, but I don't have to cut this out. <laughs> just be some dead air. As opposed to like... Or if we're just like rambling about nothing talking about like editing or something and i have to sit here waiting until the rambling is over in order to cut it there so that i can cut the whole thing out and then shift everything after that over it fucking pisses me off yeah Hey Andrew. Yeah. Hey Andrew. Yeah. Hey Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash the Media Lunch Break, bright and early, hot and ready every goddamn, I almost said day, but that's not right. Tuesday. Tuesday. I mean, it's still there. It is a day. Well, it's every day, it's still there. That's it true. It comes out on Tuesday, and it's still there at eight in the morning the next day. Yeah. It's not like TV, not like the olden days. Where if the show came on at 8 in the morning, you had to wake your ass up at 7.55. Oh, man. Christ. Like a caveman. Can't even imagine. Ay, ay, ay. It's the dark ages. And then if you missed it, you were like, well, I guess I'll go down to the bench, get a couple of kids, round them up, put them on the bench and smoke in front of them. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna make my own fun. Yeah. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. We're on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where uh, sometimes we put out videos. If we fucking feel like it, and what are you, a cop? You can also find us on TikTok, where our handle For is at the, media, at the Media Lunch Break. Because if you are, we were just joking about smoking cigarettes in front of kids and giving them scotch and stuff. Chris wasn't. He's been doing very illegal things. Listen, don't judge me. It's my kid. I made him. I can do what I want. Check his basement. That's all I'm saying. We also have merch on Teespring. If you would like to see some of that merch, head over to our Twitter account. That again is at Media Lunch Break, and we've got a pinned post featuring our. Our merch. Go to patreon.com slash the media lunch break right now. Right now. Do it. Do it. Are you driving right now? Do it or you'll end up in Chris's basement. Do it. Do it or we'll smoke some cigarettes in your face and give you a scotch. <laughs> Do it and it we'll smoke some cigarettes in your face and give you a scotch. Yeah. Maybe if we feel like it. One lucky patron. Is that legal? Probably not. You can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com or visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For being super cool all yeah. the time, 24-7, 12 months a year, a thousand years a millennia. Yep. And all the millennia until the sun goes yep. out. Yep, yep. All the cigarettes and all the scotch for you. As always, just like Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a review and you can leave it right in app. Does it, you, you, it's so easy. It helps us out a ton. As always, if you leave a five star rating, you can leave whatever kind of review you want in there. I really don't care what you put in that review box. Say whatever you want. Just leave that five star rating right there. Just drop it right there. And uh, the rest is up to you. This week, we have talked about The Last of Us. We talked about Flawed. Next week, oh, baby, it's going to be the best damn day of the week, Tuesday, Newsday. And then after that, well, who knows what will there's some things that have come up on the on the old calendar that we could talk about but we'll see but wait let me see actually next week oh it might be super mario brothers time by the time we get to the next thing so we will see about that i heard that (laughs) (laughs) but as always here's the deal if you can hear andrew's reaction to the super mario (laughs) brothers movie if you've got something else in mind if you were like hey Here's something you should watch. Here's something you should listen to. Talk about this. This is what I want to hear you guys talk about. Send it over. We just talked about flawed. But if you're like, oh, I just read this other thing. I'm assigning both of you. I'm giving you a reading assignment. Send it over to us. We want to get this. If you're a creator, you made a comic, you made a pilot, you made a film, short or long, really. Preferably short. We don't got a lot of time on our hands. But, you know, whatever. And you're like, hey, I made this thing. Can you talk about it? Point some people towards 
wants it, send it over. We are happy to do that sort of thing. We love doing that stuff. Um, send it over to us. If you created something, we're happy to talk about it. We'll get some eyes and some ears on it. Other than that, that's it. Uh, oh, I'm gonna. Can I? I'm gonna give a shout out. We got a new subscriber, uh, and I know that because they subscribed right in front of me while I was talking to him. Big shout out to Dan Cooney. Goes by Dan Halen on social media, and he texts me. He is going through the. Wow, I don't envy this man. He's go. He's starting the podcast from the start. No, that's a mistake. That is a mistake. I tried to tell him that was a mistake. He's not. He's not listening. He's not listening to me. So he's gonna time, give up real quick. By the time he gets to this episode, we'll all be dead. Yeah, he's not gonna. So I don't even know why I'm doing this shout out. But he's not big gonna. Shout out to Dan the Man out there. I know so many people. I've told the people about the podcast, and they always start at the beginning, and they're like, "Yeah, I tried. I got like a few episodes in. I can't do no, it." No, don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. If you want to do here, uh, let me put it this way. This is what I. Re- if you want to do that, because you're like obsessive compulsive in that sort. Of way, start. Just go, tell me, and I'll delete all of them. Well, basically, just go back and forth. Like, start on this episode, the newest oh. episode, then go back, listen to a couple, and then every time a new episode comes out, like, listen to the new episode as well. We should tell them. You know how, like, the the all the Marvel movies aren't necessarily in chronological order, but some people will watch them. We should be like, yeah, the chronological order. It starts from the top and then goes from down. the most recent episode and goes back. It goes yeah. back in time. We're traveling. Yes. We're time travelers. That's right. So we go back in time. That's the plot of this podcast. Yes. That's the pl- yes, I like this. This is a yeah. good idea. That's why all our jokes, you don't get them, because uh, we're from the future. Yeah, yeah. They make sense in 20 years. <laughs> They're much funnier in 20 years. Oh, yeah, they are. All right. Well, other than that, that's it. There you go. Look at that. There, we fucking there, did it. There, there, we did it. There wasn't a thing, and now there's a thing. That's how easy there it is. There sure is a thing. There is sure a thing. Okay. You got to edit this, motherfucker, and uh, uh, that is an unenviable task. Yeah. With this one. So I'm not going to keep us much like longer. i got like three days <laughs> to edit this. You can do it. I believe in you. No, that's a mistake, too. I know. I've made it many times. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do instead of edit this? Eat like 40 White Castle burgers. Yes. Eat... 10 pounds of cake. <laughs> that too. You deserve it. Maybe I'll do both at the same time. It's yes. my fuel. Oh, yeah. Diabetes. Yeah. That's got to be good. Because if we. I don't think we. Did you end it? Did you say like goodbye? No, I ended it. I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it all. <laughs> if you eat 10 pounds of White Castle burgers, you will. <laughs>